Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the DMP Podcast, episode 37. On this week's episode, we've got the uh, death-defying Everest. Uh, that uh, came out last week, actually. We also have a birthday today. This is the first time on the podcast we have a birthday. So let's be nice to Tom today. Happy birthday, Tom. Thank you. What did you get for your birthday? The Flash, season one, on Blu-ray. Oh, fuck, that actually is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it is. And like a 20th anniversary PlayStation 4 controller. Yeah, I saw that when you Snapchatted that to me because I actually really want one as well. And I was like, oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> I really don't want to open it. Why? Like, They're gonna, it's mass-produced, so it's not like a special edition thing. I know, but I don't want to dirty it. Like, I'm considering buying a second one. They'll use that one and then leaving this one. Oh, my God. But I don't I don't know. And I got a Newcastle Knights jersey because it had Spider-Man on it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you got one of the Marvel jerseys. Yes. I, was, yeah. I thought you were going to get a, um, an inflatable Batman doll. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a Batman birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> off my grandparents <laughs> I was like either that or potentially like a, a fucking Batman fleshlight oh. <laughs> no it's I like Batman but I know where to stop <laughs> it's like it's like Gotham I wanna I wanna own it even though I hate it because I like Batman, but I know I let's, hate it. Let's, so. let's not tar the podcast with talk of that terrible show. <laughs> well, you brought it up. You brought up a Batman flashlight. Okay, look. Don't, I didn't bring it, up Gotham. Oh, yeah, no, fuck Gotham. Um, anyway, let's get back on the topic. Yeah, Batman vs. Superman is going to be terrible, all right? It's... <laughs> it'll, it'll have nothing on Goku vs. Superman. <laughs> well, once again, I remind all listeners that we are going to do a special episode where Hugh details the the, Go- the DBZ universe. He detailed it to me while I visited Melbourne last week, and it actually <laughs> sounds pretty good. I was like, well done, Hugh. It's fucking this. He showed you that, like, that, the 10,000 pages he's wrote. Oh, well, what are you up to at the moment, Hugh? You're up up to something. Was it? Uh, I'm still doing Cell Saga at the moment. I haven't done any since last weekend. Yeah. I didn't even so, want it. The old Cell Saga. So. so anyway, Everest. Yeah, let's get back on to Everest. So Everest opened last week. It, uh, it basically focuses on the 1996 yeah. uh, expeditions of Mount Everest, which um, basically ended in tragedy. Um, it features Jason Clark as Rob Hall. Uh, We've got Josh Brolin, uh, John Hawks. You might know him as... Oh, what did he won? Or he was nominated for an Oscar a couple of years ago. Yeah, so, he was... Yeah, I can't... Hang on, I need to look up what he was in. It was uh, that... He was like... It was with Helen Hunt. Yeah, um... He was like um, an invalid or something? Yeah, something like that. Oh, oh no. The Sessions? Yeah, that's the one, The Sessions. Um, and it's got... Uh, yeah, it's actually got a pretty solid cast, actually. Um, and everyone's mate, Sam Worthington. And everyone's mate, Sam Worthington, who screams at the press. Admittedly, like, rightly so, but anyway, that's beside the point. So, uh, basically it focuses on a real-life event, I suppose... And it goes, yeah, it runs for about two hours and it's actually, it's relatively solid, but in terms of pacing, it's a bit weak. So let's, let's start with you, Hugh. What did you think? I thought, I agree with those sentiments. I thought it was quite a good film. I like, didn't know much about it going into it. Like I, we actually were going to do the maze run of this episode, but I was like, guys, it's terrible. And it's also been out for longer than Everest. And I was like, I think 
we'd all enjoy Everest more, so everyone agreed to see that. Yeah. Well, actually, no, sorry. This story originates because I misread the time for the Maze Runner when I went to the cinema, so I ended up <laughs> seeing Everest instead, because I felt like an idiot. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll see Maze Runner, and he's like, uh, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, it's been going for 45 minutes, and I was like, oh. <laughs> he's like, you can see Everest, and I'm like, okay, thanks, dude. Like, he, no, he said thanks to you, because me and the movie, the... Uh, cinema manager at Reading Cinema Summary on first name basis. That's how much of my life I waste there. Anyway, hey, that's pretty good actually. I wish I was on a first name. Basis so I went. So it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I think I think it's it's quite a good film. It definitely takes a while to get get going. Yeah, like it's it's definitely honest. Uh, I know a lot of people say off oh, usually in three acts, but I almost felt like this was a two act. Yeah, it does, because it, it, does it, builds, like it builds up to going onto the mountain, and they go onto the mountain, and then things go bad, and then it ends there. Like, you get a brief summary of what actually happened to the people, yeah. and then that's the end. But oh, I thought it was a little slow. It's, it's quite long. Like, you probably want to have some sort of an interest in this to see it, but it is quite long. It's, it's a film that older people will appreciate more as well. Yeah. It's definitely not a, a very young person film. I appreciate it, but I'm... Um, it's not a kids' film. I'm not saying that because it's got dark tones or anything. They just wouldn't be entertained. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is but no, like I thought... an adventure film. Sorry, go But on. it does... It's like, it's an adventure film, but it does... Uh, I think it's less about that and more just kind of showcasing just how dangerous the actual climb of Everest is, which it's 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 really, really mm-hmm. dangerous. It's incredible that people fucking do it in the first place. Um, but, you know, like you said, it is a very... it's. It's not what it's it's kind of advertised to be because what it's kind of advertised to be happens in like the last maybe 45, 30 minutes and everything else, like you said, yeah. you, it, it is very much a two-act film where it sets up everyone and then it's so, it basically just leaves everything, well, I suppose, I mean, you probably, you're probably either going to see it or not, but it leaves everything for dead at the end. Um, I mean, Tom, you saw it today, didn't you? Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. What did, you, what did you think? I don't like. I, I don't know. It's like I didn't dislike it, but at the same time, it wasn't something I really enjoyed. Like, it's still good. But I just wasn't a fan of it. Nothing that kind of like left a stamp. Like you, you don't come out of it going, "Yeah, I actually really liked it," but you're just kind of really indifferent. Yeah, it's yeah. like. It's good. Like acting's good. The stories, even though it's a bit hit and miss, like there was some aspects that I read before, like after the movie that I didn't really focus on, like the fact that um the guy testing this the oxygen tanks was like, and he's saying there's no oxygen in him. He had a broken reader, so they were full. Yeah, but he didn't know that because he had a broken oxygen tank reader. Also, but, the Russian guy actually saved, like, three people's lives. Like, if you read yeah, about it, yeah. he was actually, like... Yeah, he should have had a bigger part in the film, I think. Yeah, they are very kind of underappreciated in the film, for sure. I think it, yeah, it's very much... Um, it, the, the story very much swings uh, away from that. It almost kind of paints him as a villain. Did you not get that at all? I, I, for some reason, I kind of got that feeling a little bit. Or is that the South Africans? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't really see... A, there was like a clear human antagonist that was yeah. more man versus nature kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's a decent film. I probably like, I probably 
will watch it again, like on Blu-ray, but it's... It, it looks good. Like, it looks yeah. terrific. The cinematography is fantastic. They actually filmed it in Everest as well. Or yeah. Everest Base Camp or something. Actually, I need to look up the production, but... Yeah, around Everest, there. Yeah, there's a lot of... So, it is very... There are a lot of shots in there that are actually physical. There's, you know, there's obviously the CG, but there's a lot of stuff that's kind of built uh, in a physical sense. Um, and that's really effective, obviously. You'd probably need it for a film like this. Otherwise, you lose all, all authenticity very, very quickly. Um uh, what did you guys think of Jason Clark? I know Hugh was a bit confused because he was like, he's got a really good uh, New Zealand accent. And I was like, well, it's because he's from Australia. Um, so, which is, which no, is no, a fun fact. No, no. Well, I'm, well I'm, I'm used to him with, an, with an American accent as well. Even though I knew that he, I know that he's from Australia, when I hear him with an Australian accent, I get really confused because I'm just used to him with well, his really, I don't know. He definitely had a better, better oceanic accent than, um, I think, I, yeah, better than stuff like the Pacific Rim Australian accent's like the worst thing of all time. I thought Kieran Knightley's New Zealand accent wasn't that bad yeah, as well, accent. to be honest. It wasn't Australian that bad, but it, it, did, it did feel like it was put on pretty hard. Oh, she yeah. To, she tried hard. It wasn't, I didn't, it didn't, I, I didn't notice it. She didn't get that much time. Uh, yeah, I legit thought she was just British. Really? I thought she was just playing herself. She's got such a twang in her voice that you'd think that she's from, like, super western Queensland or something. And she's, like, going to go to the pub. But anyway. Um, well, yeah, what, I, like, I'm with you, Tom. Like, I'm indifferent about it because there's some really good stuff in here. But just the overall product is just kind of, like empty yeah it's like hit and miss like it misses more than it hits yeah but when it hits it's good but when it misses it kind of yeah it just doesn't work out like the descent the like the final descent where everything goes wrong basically that that was good it's it's it kind of stream it's obviously streamlined but streamlines the whole thing and it just goes through the motions and all that but if you don't know the story you're probably going to be like oh yeah they're going to survive yeah yeah there's not there's not much character development either which happens because like it's probably like it's a act based on it well it's basically is a true story like i know they would have made some small changes but generally like everyone who died in real life dies in the film and so like I don't know about you guys, but I didn't actually feel like there was much development. Like, it was sort of like, yeah, it felt a bit empty in that part of the film. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I would agree with that for sure. I, I think that's probably more um, by design because if you go any be- anything beyond the two hours and develop these characters with basically the end game knowing what's going to happen, um, I, I feel like you kind of... Um, you're just wasting time. Like if you're going to make the movie 140 minutes and you're going to f- put the, that you're going to shoehorn 20 minutes of character development, whether at home going, Oh, like this is my life and this is what I do. That's all well and good, but you're adding too much to what is already a bit like underdone. Like, I don't see how it would fit. I can see, I, I do agree with you on the character development stuff for sure, but I just don't see how it would kind of work within this, within the framework that this has been built that makes any sense i suppose um because i do agree that it's lacking and you do lack that you can't really make it kind of an empathetic connection with any of them because 
it's very much like all right so let's do let's do the climb and you know and they go and do it and they they do the test was it like the test climbs in um yeah new zealand or wherever um i thought that i thought the test climbs were at at everest yeah it's like they just climb to the different camps Oh really? Oh okay. Sorry, I thought it was in New Zealand. Oh no. okay, no. Okay. Because they go straight to like they go straight to Everest, and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna like we've got like a month or two before we do the main climb, so we're gonna acclimatize you to climbing those this type these types of conditions by climbing to Camp One, and then we'll climb to Camp Two, and then Camp Three. Right. So like I think they just get to Camp Three before the main climb. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. That makes that makes more sense actually. I don't know why they'd be. Probably because they're all in New Zealand. That like half of them are actually just New Zealand from New Zealand. That I yeah. just assumed that they went to New Zealand. But anyway, so let's get it out. Let's give it out of ten. Uh, Hugh, out of ten. Uh, seven. Seven. Nice. Solid. Tom. I want to go with seven as well. Like, I, but I just, I don't know. I can't decide on a, like a, an out of ten number. Like, I'd give it like a three out of five stars. But I just can't decide on, on, on like a one to ten number. You can like, give it a six. It, it, it feels it like a, six a seven. And a half. Yeah, it's like it feels like a six and a half or seven. Come to on, me. Tom. You know, you know what you want this to be the first time you've ever rated a film lower than me. <laughs> I thought I have multiple times. I don't know. I don't think there's a film unless they make a Dragon Ball Z film. I don't think there is. <laughs> um, I'll go six and a half. Six and not half. because you pressured me. Well, it sounds like you did. It's your I, birthday, I, I, Tom. You do what you want. Oh, fucking... Let me... Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on to our one cool thing, I suppose. We've ju- I've, I stole it from Script Notes podcast, so if, if John August or Craig Mason listen to this, I'm sorry, but it's just really cool. We've got our one cool thing. Um, actually, Tom, I've decided that the one cool thing for this episode is the... Uh, if you guys go to the Spectre Facebook page, they actually posted a video of the uh, physical effects work that they're putting into the film. And um, I think it's actually... It's, it's only... I think it's only a minute and a half. Um, but the actual scope of the film and the actual physical effects look really, 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 really good. Um, basically, on the... Like, kind of in the line of with what Fury Road was like. And Mission um, Impossible and as Mission well. And Mission Impossible as well. Um, so, yeah, if you guys just look up Spectre on Facebook, it'll probably be the first thing that pops up. It's only a minute and a half. It's really, really interesting to see if you just want to get a really quick behind-the-scenes look about the movie. There, uh, this, this is not really spoilery. It just gives you a general idea of basically how the sausage is made, I suppose, for lack of a better word, phrase. Um, or just quickly on Spectre as well. Yeah. So if you want to look at something cool on YouTube, look up Spectre trailer Pierce Brosnan. Someone re-edited it with all shots of Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. And although he, he's my favourite James Bond because he's the James Bond I grew up with, which I tends to, I think everyone tends to be biased with the one they grew up with. Yeah. So yeah, if you're interested in that, check it out. It's actually really well edited. Is it the one that's what if Pierce Brosnan returned as Bond? Yeah. Yeah. If you do, yeah. If you, yeah, like you said, if you Google Spectre Pierce Brosnan, it's the first thing that shows up, so... That sounds like good. That sounds like fun. I'm going to look at that one. Um, if you guys haven't got anything else, we will wrap it up. You guys good? Yep. Cool. Coming yeah. back for The Martian in two weeks, and we're, cha- we're probably going to change our time. Yeah. Again. So we're moving to Sundays as of The Martian. So in the next uh, fortnight, we're actually no longer recording on Fridays. Not that it matters because we usually upload on a Sunday and Monday anyway. Um, but we're recording on Sundays. So expect uh, the content that you're getting a lot quicker. Uh, compared to us getting it 
done on the Friday um, makes it a lot easier. Um, so the Martians up next, which looks really, really good, and has been I think Rotten Tomatoes is. I'd have like avoided everything. I'd still want to go in fresh. Going on fresh. I I had to sit for a trailer today, but did you block your ears? No, because it was the fucking loudspeakers. Oh, we'll get earplugs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, guys, we're gonna wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, go and get us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash definitely not popcorn. Um, as always, if you see us on iTunes, which is just a quick search, and you probably are listening to this via your iTunes, give us a couple of stars or a review. It doesn't matter if it's one or two. Actually, no, give us five stars. Please give us five stars. Um, and yeah, we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace. Peace.